We're in Texas. Texas Governor Greg Abbott. Let's talk about it. What's he up to? What's he going to do? I do think that it's like kind of odd that people aren't really talking about this as much as seems. I, I find it really funny that like all of these dudes who love masturbating to the thought of a civil war, you know, like the likes of Tim Pool and stuff, claiming that the left is always trying to do a civil war and you just straight up have the right wing governor of Texas unironically trying to do a civil war. Like this is how this is the most real momentum towards that sort of thing ever. The notion that they just, God, I hate that Republicans just do whatever they want. And now 15 governors have announced that they support Texas in this border dispute with the federal government with some sending National Guard units. It's just, we've, what is happening in this country? We've lost our minds. It's so funny that Republicans can just like play fast and loose with straight up terrorism, cessationism, and directly trying to do a civil war again. Like openly, openly openly try to goad Biden into a civil war. The fact that they are capable of doing this is wild to me. And the sad reality is there's nothing like what's Brandon going to do? What's Brandon going to do? And and this is the saddest part about it, I guess, or the most tragic, tragic comedy of it all is that we are trying to do a civil war to electric boogaloo over states rights to drown children in a river with razor wire. We've moved beyond like states rights to own slaves and into states' rights to do baby murder at the river. It's like, sorry, it's my river. I can kill babies on it with concertina wire if I want to, with booby traps. Great stuff. Where is the federal government? Why is the Brandon regime not sending the National Guard? Why has he not overtaken the Texas National Guard? Why is he not sending the military? Why is he not immediately arresting the illegal cessationist governor greg abbott wheel his ass to a federal prison pronto that's what i say oh my god there's an update now 25 Republican governors have issued a joint statement in support of Texas in its border dispute with federal government. Vermont's government, Vermont's governor was the lone exception. That's awesome. This is, we are the worst country on the planet. We're so stupid. We're, America is the dumbest nation on the planet. You will never convince me that this is not, this is a smart, sane, sound country. Oh. Isn't this entirely performative from the Republicans? Yes, it is entirely performative from the Republicans. But the issue is they shouldn't be able to test the boundaries of the federal government like this and basically win the trial balloon. Do you understand? It's like you can't capitulate. You can't cave to the Republicans on this. You're basically creating this precedent that, you know, yeah, Republican states can basically do what ever they want states rights but for republicans only eight plus million illegal immigrants have already crossed and it's only been three years so what do you suggest first of all that number sounds insane i don't know where you found that from eight million illegal immigrants have crossed the border no that number is wrong you are so stupid for thinking 8 million people actually physically cross the border illegally. The current number of undocumented migrants on U.S. soil is around 13 million total, give or take. Two, the overwhelming, not the overwhelming majority, but the majority of border crossers or the majority of undocumented migrants that come into this country are not actually crossing the border physically. They're visa overstayers. It's people that you see at college alongside yourself. It's not people physically crossing the border. So you're wrong. He's actually talking about this and he's a f 
Nikki Stan, leave that chatter alone. Have 8 million migrants come to the U.S. under Biden. The 8 million have come in illegally. We have to send them back because you have to look at the fact that every time we allow them, they're incentivizing more to come. During January 8, Fox News Town Hall, Haley repeated the 8 million figure. Another presidential candidate, Ron DeSantis, cited that number too. Separately, the DHS estimates that about 391,000 people have evaded border authorities in one year, which includes about four months of the Trump administration. U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement removed 142,000 people in the fiscal year of 2023. These removals happen after an official court order and can include people who have been living in the U.S. for years before Biden's administration. The total number of ICE removals under Biden is so far about 245,000. The Biden administration recorded about 2.5 million Title 42 expulsions through May 2023. There have been more than 3.6 million removals, returns, and expulsions from 2023, uh, 2021, Biden's first month in office, to September 2023. So the number is not even 8 million, and you are so stupid for thinking that this means they're border crossers it's actually 3.6 million removals many of which under title 42 which means that they are actual legal legally entitled to be able to cross over the border and ask for asylum and this is an illegal and unjustifiable expulsion a covid era expulsion opportunity that the Trump administration utilized, given to them by the CDC, that the Biden camp also continued utilizing. And even then, none of this means 8 million people crossed the physical border in the Brandon regime. You are wrong. U.S. immigration agents processed more than 200,000 migrants who crossed the southern border unlawfully in September, the highest level recorded in 2022. The Biden admin struggles to contain the mass migration gripping the region, according to preliminary government data obtained by CBS News. Part of the problem is, This is going to get much, much worse. Not that it's actually good or bad, by the way. Another lie that Republicans love telling, for example, very common one, is when people routinely talk about the amount of money that undocumented immigrants cost the United States of America. Now, if you know anything about undocumented migrants, the major reason for why we have a documented and undocumented migrant process to begin with is so that the agricultural industry and the poultry industry can just take advantage of a two-tier labor structure where they have a permanent underclass that they can abuse and exploit and steal money from, beat the shit out of, and then deport. They used the INS early on. It used to be called the INS and now ICE as their own personal team that could just wipe out the entire labor force. And then there's always a steady pool coming in regardless. So that's something to understand. And that's something to consider. Having said that, however, given the current structure uh, that exists with undocumented and documented labor the United in the United States of America, and there are studies done on this, plenty of studies actually done on this, undocumented migrants give more into the system than they take out. America doesn't have a robust welfare structure to begin with, and beyond that, even if we did have a robust welfare structure, undocumented migrants do not have the capacity to take advantage of said robust welfare structure. Undocumented migrants actually give in to the, like they they genuinely pay more in taxes than they actually take out. The only area where undocumented migrants can actually take advantage, I guess, if you want to say that, or become a burden to the uh, to the system is emergency rooms, which are incredibly, incredibly tiny. It's like 0.009% of all healthcare costs go to undocumented migrants or something. So they give into the system infinitely more than they take. But because that number is so tiny and so minuscule, and it would be really stupid if you were a racist person and you tried to use that as an example and claim that like this is the major reason why we have to stop illegal immigration dead in its tracks, you'd look like a 
silly little fool republicans have come up with a very fun way of padding the stats the very fun way that republicans pad the stats is by adding the children of undocumented migrants that were born on u.s soil to that number overall that's why there's like this billion dollar multiple billion dollar number that they use all the time they'll say oh undocumented illegal immigration costs billions and billions of dollars every year to the american government and it's bullshit and it's also incredibly racist because an undocumented migrant having a child on the u.s soil does not mean that that child is not an uh, that child should be factored into the undocumented migrant pool and their cost to the american government anyway that is an american citizen it does not matter it is absolutely ridiculous not dreamers no i'm talking about i'm not even talking about dreamers i'm talking about straight up undocumented migrants like a child born into a family with at least one undocumented parent automatically in these assessments that the republican think tanks try to put forward will factor in to the overall cost the encounters themselves from the department of homeland security do not factor in people just like simply crossing the border and getting caught this is a much more complicated issue than the way people present it what do i mean by this encounters mean someone that they actually saw crossing the border or someone that has been inside of the u.s borders and has been living here as an undocumented migrant as either a visa overstayer or as someone who physically uh crossed the border so to look at this and then present it as though it's like eight million people crossed the border physically and got caught this year is wrong why do you look so dumb today i'm trying to look more white and more conservative that might be the reason what about the sanctuary cities that have declared they can't take care of more illegal immigrants anymore number one the sanctuary cities that are not able to uh take care of people i assume you're using the new york example you're using the new york example these border states are massive they get money from the government and they have methods of dealing with undocumented migrants and processing them so instead of processing undocumented migrants who are legally seeking a asylum on u.s soil it is their right it is their human right to legally seek asylum on u.s soil many of which already even have automatic temporary protected status if they're venezuelan or ukrainian if that is the situation and you automatically decide nope they're criminals there's a criminal element doesn't matter we have to apprehend them and and you treat it as though this is like a serious severe crime and then instead of detaining uh instead of integrating these people allowing them to get like work visas and whatnot despite the fact that they are legally allowed to be inside of the u.s boundaries the united states uh, boundaries for the duration of their court case as their asylum status is processed instead of allowing them to live and exist here and work to make their lives easier if you treat them like they're f criminals and then kidnap them and then send them to other states without even giving the other states without communicating with the other states that they are coming yeah you're gonna cause a massive hurdle in the process you're gumming up the works it is already a difficult process to begin with okay i'm not sitting here and saying like oh it's super simple like we have the capacity automatically and magically to like take care of every single person it, it takes a lot of manpower it takes a lot of hours and hours it takes you need translators you need uh you need people to process the the, the court cases you need people to process the actual uh asylum uh claims but instead of doing any of that you're just shipping them over to new york without telling new york yeah, it's going to cause a problem. But the problem is actually not the asylum seekers coming into the country. The problem stems from Governor Greg Abbott 
literally bussing people like they're not real humans. That is what's very, very, very frustrating about this. There is no issue with like sanctuary cities. Notice how you only hear about New York and you don't hear about California having an issue with this process because California is a border state. Why do people not recognize this? The reason why nobody talks about California having a problem with this is because Texas is not shipping them to California, or even if they are, it's not a genuine problem. Why is it that this becomes an issue for New York or Chicago? Well, it's because New York and Chicago are not equipped, not an issue in New Mexico, not an issue in California, all of a sudden issue for Chicago or issue for New York. Well, part of that is because they do not have the processes, they do not have the, the funding, nor the go-ahead to be able to take care of all these people coming in. Texas does. That's why it's gross and disgusting that Texas turns around and uses this as like a little political ploy. It uses like uh, these, these real human beings that are suffering as a pawn. Anyway, as far as would you agree that at least our entire immigration system needs a complete overhaul? Yes, but not in the direction that you think, I think. Our entire immigration system could absolutely deal with a ton of people coming over the border. It's just a matter of whether or not that would be beneficial for our corporate overlords. Because the reality is, if you took in this new pool of labor and actually allowed them to be documented and actually allowed them to work in the American labor pool, all of a sudden you would have a you would have a massive massive issue. There is no there is no lump sum of labor. I'm in New York City. The immigrants are not a problem. Eric Adams being a bald headed bitch with his lips stuck to the NYPD's asshole is the problem. He spent 150 million on overtime for fair catching and that yielded 100k in fair saved. He's a bum and the immigrants are not the problem. Yes, Eric Adams is a uh, reactionary piece of shit and is not able to manage the uh, is not able to deal with the issue at all the issue is being caused by greg abbott for sure but eric adams is certainly not doing a good enough job dealing with it there are a million different problems with the way that our immigration structure is set up in this country the big reason as to why we have all of these problems is because it is by design because we need to ensure that there are undocumented laborers that are constantly coming into this country so our corporate overlords can use them as a way to depress wages for the documented labor pool as a way to consistently get cheap labor that's it that's why it's so gross that farmers larp as workers not nah, bro you own an orchard and drive a tractor around sometimes all the people doing the work are the immigrants yes 75 percent of agriculture and 90 percent of meat packing is done by immigrants now in the united states our entire economy our entire food production revolves around migrant labor if we were to shut down illegal immigration like actually shut it down if you wanted to actually shut down illegal immigration here i'll tell you this is something i bring up all the time okay you would punish the businesses you would make it so that it's not simply just a slap on the wrist if you get caught with undocumented workers you actually get criminal charges and might even go to jail if that was the real goal you would make it impossible for bosses to hire illegal immigrants but they don't do that because the current system works for them the current system exists for that reason that's it that's why every republican who's ever promised mass deportations the president has failed to deliver on those promises it's a nice catchphrase to get races to vote for you but it would destroy america yes if you actually 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 wanted to shut down illegal immigration if you were like that scared of illegal immigration you would go to the actual source of the problem right now ice and the way that these agencies operate are simply a way to work at the behest of corporations yeah here the, uh, that's the other thing expulsions can be the same person 
comparison too. They run up those stats pretty high. We've had 8 million immigrants come to the U.S. illegal under Biden, and they only sent back 142,000. There have been 8.1 million encounters with migrants nationwide under Biden, but that number does not represent unique individuals, and not all who were spotted were allowed to stay in the U.S. The 142,000 refers only to ICE removals in the fiscal year 2023, but that is not the only way migrants can be sent out of the U.S. There have been 3.6 million removals, returns, and expulsions under the Biden administration. The data also represents events, not people. You understand? Let's take a look at what this demon has to say though so it was the states that created the united states and when the states voted to uh create the united states and have a constitution uh included in that agreement was the compact that the federal government would take care of the states and article 4 section 4 of the constitution speaks to that and, and says that uh, if the federal government does not take care of the states and the states are in danger well, we can ask the federal government to live up to its obligation then the authors of the constitution knew there would be times when the federal government would not live up to its duty and so they empowered states in article 1 section 10 the right of self-defense and what texas is asserting is our <laughs> we're doing self-defense against the mexican babies brother it's so cool that all of the most powerful nations on the planet with like the biggest militaries on the planet are constantly finding themselves at odds with like the baby murder machine you know what i mean it's literally he's like talking about self-defense against what like mexican children guatemalan children it's so fucking stupid we are literally i mean this is i don't know is a chicken of the egg situation it's like is this israel learning from us vice versa I mean, it is Israel learning from us. Like, we're just, this is what, like, big, powerful nations do. Their biggest enemies are people who are, like, voluntarily trying to come into the United States to work. Texas has a right, as a state, to stop criminals from coming into our state to make arrest of those criminals. Uh, and we have National Guard, as well as Texas Department of Public Safety officers who are there to make those arrests and to deny illegal entry. And Joe Biden actually does have an option here. Joe Biden's option is to enforce the laws of the United States and stop this illegal entry. Doesn't look like they're going to do that. Listen to Corinne Jean-Pierre. This is what she said about you yesterday. It's unfortunate that there is a governor in Texas, Governor Abbott, who has politicized this issue of what's happening on the border. And it's not making people's lives safer. It's actually making it harder for law enforcement at the, at the border to do their job. She, that, that she actually she just said that this morning how do you respond it's true by the way i mean that's crazy why do you think biden is being such a pussy and not doing anything about this he could seize control of the national guard and direct federal agencies to arrest greg abbott or something well even beyond that let's dial it back a second right like obviously taking action against like a rogue governor of this magnitude is like creating a genuine constitutional crisis that deserves enforcement of sorts but even before we get there the question we should be asking is this why has the democratic party not counter messaged against immigration in the past four years where the republican party was always going to inevitably prime their prime their voting block and the entire country against immigration anyway this isn't new they do this all the time what you think a migrant caravan only pops up every two years right before the midterms or right before the general election no there's always a steady flow of migrants trying to come into the united states because there's so many people in dire economic circumstances largely caused by obviously capitalism but also the fact that we are directly intervening in the country's affairs uh, to our south 
especially, which is, uh, you know, there are many different reasons, like obviously climate change, destroying agricultural production in Southern, in, in South America, and, and, you know, direct political intervention that like causes destabilization and chaos and violence that people are choosing to escape. All these people always want to come to the United States of America. So we know that immigration is going to be a permanent issue. Why are we not correcting the record on immigration? Why has the Democratic Party not brought about the same kinds of talking points against the Trump administration when they're in power? That's the real question you must ask. And the answer is... It's because they don't want to, because they are still beholden to the same corporate interests, the same corporate interests that take advantage of the two-tier labor structure that we have, where there's a permanent underclass of undocumented migrants. Some of those people are voting Democrat, okay? These corporate interests are still way too important. So the Democrats actually are complicit in this because they take advantage of it. They they benefit from the Republicans being like the party of uh, white nativist immigration. And that's, preci that's precisely the reason why Biden used eminent domain and continued the expansion of the border wall, which was like a symbol symbolic thing to begin with and a waste of money in general and the biden administration totally caved on that and then beyond that they have not they have not uh, uh, they haven't done anything they're just like able to did i say domain expansion i said eminent domain yeah um this part of the process is also disgusting uh freak shit yeah they're also tying immigration they're tying immigration to to funding ukraine a, a spending package for ukraine and israel so they're like oh we can't do anything about this like we just have to we just have to end up uh doing more border crackdowns like more white nativist border crackdowns that the republicans want there's no political benefit to it anyway though there is no political benefit to this, okay? Senator James Lankford, the Oklahoma Republican and staunch conservative this week, trumpeted the immigration compromise he has been negotiating with the Senate Democrats and White House officials as one shaping up to be by far the most conservative border security bill in decades. We're offering up a fat dub for the Republican Party, which will not actually benefit the Democrats in any meaningful capacity. This is a policy failure because obviously reactionary white nativist immigration policies are harmful and they're not good overall. They're going to hurt a lot of people, but it's also a politics failure. It's a, it's a political failure because as I've said time and time again, any kind of capitulation to the Republican Party on issues that they advocate for does not actually change the political dynamic in the country in the way that Democrats think it does. It doesn't cause right-wing reactionaries to go, you know what? These Democrats, they did right by us. They made the border safer. They're never going to say that. All it does is basically seed ground to the reactionary sentiment that immigrants are actually genuinely a problem for this country. You've just normalized that position for no reason whatsoever because you can never, and I repeat this time and time again, but it bears repeating, you cannot outflank the Republicans on racism. The real reason as to why we have this kind of border policy to begin with, beyond the material reasons, reason why people are asking for it, right? The, the average American wants it is not because the average American is thinking about it logically. The average American wants border policy for racist reasons, okay? 